It's Sunday, and you have just tuned into The Chameleon Show, with your host, Tamika. She will be sharing her unpublished works. However, before she starts flipping through pages, the producers wanted me to tell you. There is loads of adult content, and topic discretion is an individual choice. What it do, all your saints, sinners, and page watchers. It is your girl, Tamika Tanel, and I'm back at it again, baby. It's Sunday morning, and um, as promised, I have my first unpublished work that I have decided to read to you all. Now, this this particular short story is on wetpad.com, so you can definitely go out there, and I'll put the link on there so you can go out and find it if you want to read it before I get to it, because again, every Sunday I'm going to come out here, I'm going to read uh, one or two chapters, and depending on the length, because at the end of the day, it's Sunday, and I don't want to take too much of your time. The idea or the purpose for me doing this is because I want to see if I get a lot of people paying attention to it, you know, if I get the same amount of listeners as I do on all the other podcasts that I or episodes that I put out here. And if so, then maybe I should continue to work on that particular manuscript. If not, then we're going to start on another book, another short story that I've written. So enjoy. This one is um, my first time ever writing erotica. <laughs> so. Um, but it doesn't get too it doesn't get too flagrant, but it is my first attempt, so that's why I only gave a little bit of it because like I'm like, mm, maybe I need to stick more into you know what whatever listen, enjoy. What are you doing here? Instead of answering, Dominique Smithers. Are you going to invite me in? I don't, I, I don't think that's a good idea. And why is that? Dominique asks, his velvety voice low and husky. He stares down at Simone, his dark, dangerous eyes full of lust. Her micro rays hang over her shoulders, covering her left eye. He so desperately wants to pin up the locks of hair in order to capture her fuel beauty. Usually, whenever Dominique goes to caress Simone's face, she lowers her head and shies away from his touch. But not tonight. He knows she wants him. He can tell by watching the heat travel through her neck and seeing it reach her cheek turning it crimson, and how she slightly spreads her lips apart, her breathing heavy with need. Why is she fighting this? Dominique wonders as he stands in the doorway, filling the space with his broad shoulders. Instead of asking the question straight out, he watches how his presence causes her body to react. She fidgets with her fingers, blinks, her fingers, breaks eye contact, shifts weights from 
her left leg to her right and wraps her arms tightly around herself as if a blizzard wind is assaulting her naked skin. This isn't the first running between Dominique and Simone, yet each time he attempted to show any interest before, she returned his drinks, the flowers he sent, and even ignored his presence. The few times he could get her to speak, Simone stumbled on her words or abruptly walked away. He'd never, in 40 years of living, came across a woman in her mid-thirties behaving so immaturely. However, there is something about Simone's bashful demeanor that stimulates his curiosity. Even more so, Dominique has this gnawing idea that underneath that shy, withdrawn personality, there's a strong woman willing and ready to submit. One minute, Simone can barely stand to look or talk to him. The next moment, she has an unapologetic, cold demeanor that may run some guys off. To top it off, Simone has sass. And when she slowly moistens her lips with her tongue, it not only confirms Dominique's assumption of her, it also drives him wild. Dominique wonders how it would look and feel to slide between Simone's lip, lips with his growing direction, to hear the slurping sound as she swallows his pre-cum. Oh, the things I would do to that pretty little mouth of hers. While Dominique's thoughts are consumed with his fantasy, Simone desperately tries to come up with an, an appropriate answer as to why he needs to leave. Yet when her eyes scan over his body, her mind turns to mush. He looks like a god standing there, leaning against the door frame with his arms folded. Not one physical attribute of his is worth changing. He's 5'11", and he towers over her short, full-figured frame. Because of the sweltering, sweltering night's heat, his dark skin is glossy with sweat, as if he just left the gym. And his white t-shirt sticks to him like wallpaper. Of course, even if the humid air hadn't been the cause of his perspiration, the shirt would have still clung to his ripped body. Unlike most women that fall to lust with Dominique almost immediately, Simone does the opposite. Yes, his body is pleasing to the eyes, but her insecurities act as shields deflecting his charm. However, for the fourth time today, the damn shields appear to be malfunctioning because right now, all Simone wants to do is tackle this bad boy to the ground, straddle him, and tend to the frenzy between her thighs. But reality sets in, and the lust-filled woman decides it is better to inform Dominique that she's not the kind of woman men chase after. That he should go and charm the pants off her sister Justine, or maybe even Christina. However, before she's able to send Dominique on his way, he takes a step forward, closing the gap between them. 
Why do you keep running from me? Simone, whose first name is actually Helen, shifts nervously from one leg to the other. When she and her sisters arrived at the resort, they all decided to go by their middle name just in case things got a little crazy. And believe it or not, a few of her sisters have done just that. However, not Simone, which is why when Dominique asked her why she keeps running from him, her gaze fell to the floor and she kept her mouth closed. She's afraid to tell him that his eagerness, aggression, and desire to getting to know her is weird and makes her extremely uncomfortable. Besides, she's never received this kind of attention from a man before. She's never even been touched or been intimate with a man. And despite her lack of first-hand knowledge when it comes to sex, Simone's body keeps betraying her each time he's around. It yearns for him to hold her, to caress her, and to do all kinds of naughty things to her. And that knowledge frightens the hell out of Simone because she's not completely sure what she would and wouldn't do if she's alone with him. Then again, despite the part of Simone that desires to give in to sexual longing, there's another side. The more dominant section of herself that keeps replaying this brutal tape recorder, which echoes louder than her need of affection and penetration, the internal voice keep reminding Simone that once Dominique is made aware of her truth, he'll mock her like all the others before him. And I, I can't go through that again. Simone reminds, Simone reminds herself as she submits to her fears of abandonment and tells Dominique that he should go. Yet, he's not having it. Dominique refuses to walk away without trying to break through her barrier. Thus, this time when Simone attempts to dismiss him, Dominique's chiseled jawbone flexes. He grinds his teeth together before speaking her name with the authority of a drill sergeant. His Spanish accent intertwines with the letters when he says, Simone. The way he utters her name sends a shiver up her spine, immediately erasing any plan she was beginning to concoct to get rid of him. Listen, I'm not leaving here until you answer one question. Curious, Simone stares into Dominique's hooded eyes. You're giving me an ultimatum. I don't get it. Are you saying that if I answer one question, you'll leave? Yes, but there are a few conditions. Lowering her head, Simone rolls her eyes and mumbles. Of course there is. A mischievous smirk appears on Dominique's handsome face. I can't make it that easy for you, especially when you're so eager to get rid of yourself for me. And I desperately need to get to know you. Simone flinches. His words sting a bit, making her uncomfortable. 
She doesn't know if he's telling the truth or if he's merely stating what she's always wanted to hear a man say. Simone decides to believe the latter. So, what are your conditions? She asks in a non-no-nonsense tone. She will get rid of him one way or another. First, you must follow all of my directions. Can you do that? Um, I, I, I guess so, Simone stutters. Yes or no, my dear. I'm not a gray shades kind of man. What's that supposed to mean? Dominique lowers his head slightly, keeping a fixed eye on Simone. It means that either you agree or you disagree. No maybes. She huffs and rolls her eyes. Okay, I agree. Only if you promise to leave afterward and keep your distance from me the remaining of my stay, and I mean it. She points at him with a stiff finger. Surrendering to Simone's counteroffer, Dominique throws up his hands and reluctantly nods his head yes and continues. Secondly, you only speak to answer the question. He pauses, waiting for her response. That's easy. I agree, she answers with a dismissive shrug of her shoulders, not knowing just how difficult this little game of his will be. Dominique finds Simone's response stimulating as well as challenging. He flexes his eyebrows as if to say, good, and takes a step forward, invading her personal space. She trembles when he stands so close, practically suspended over her. Dominique's presence demands her full attention, so she stifles her ass, her sass, forcing it down into her now-churning stomach. Simone's breathing becomes heavy, and Dominique's stare deepens. If you should obey, disobey me, Simone, I will punish you. Her eyes widen and gloss with alarm. She stutters. P -p punish me? Yes, I will punish your body in ways that your minds cannot imagine. Almost immediately, the air seems to heat up and the energy between them intensifies. Shifting uncontrollably under his glare, Simone rolls her right shoulder as if to stretch out the unsettling feeling that is starting to tense her neck. She isn't sure what he means by punishing her. But then again, the idea is frightening as well as exciting. Before responding, Simone fills her lungs with so much air. And while exhaling, she reiterates her condition. Dominique, I agree. But only if you promise me that once I answer your question, you'll leave me alone. I've traveled so far away from home to spend time with my sisters and not to be. Simone's voice trails off. She has no clue what this thing is between her and Dominique. His nostrils flare. He doesn't want to leave her alone. As a matter of fact. He wants to kiss every inch of Simone's body until her 
until she begs for his cock to massage her vaginal walls. Yet, instead of sharing his thoughts right away, he says, If that is your wish, it will be my command. Rolling her eyes at his exaggerated formaliness, Simone exhales heavily for the hundredth time. Okay, so what's your question? First, you invite me in. Simone steps away from the door apprehensively and gestures with her hand for him to enter. Now what? He crosses the threshold and enters the oceanfront master suite. <laughs> he tits, scolding her with a shake of his head. You are only able to speak when I ask the question. If I am to leave, you must follow the rules, senorita. Before Simone can reply, Dominique closes the space between them along with the door, and her body becomes rigid. What have I gotten myself into? Simone asks herself, finally realizing that this isn't going to be as easy as she first thought. All right, y'all. That's the end of chapter one. Catch me back same time, same place at the Chameleon Show for our midnight reading of Cage by Fire by your girl Tamika Tanel.